Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Close Enough Podcast. Today I'm joined by a very close friend of mine, Ellis, all the way from New York City. In today's episode, we'll be talking about how to deal with moving to another country, how to adjust to the culture and lifestyle of a new place, landing a job abroad, and most importantly, how to keep your passion for design alive. So slow down, take it easy, and enjoy the episode. Yo, baby! What's up? What's up? Oh my god, that's beautiful. I've got a special guest also with me. That's beautiful. Bruce. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're just running around. He was running around. Where are you? Are you in uh, Central Park? No, 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 no. No. I'm at a. I'm at a. I'm at this little island that's nearby let me show you let me give you a little 360 panorama view oh my goodness uh, wow look at that look at that good morning wow you had a whoa <laughs> this is where i spend my morning sometimes me and bruce gorgeous, right here look at, this. look at this beautiful how, body <laughs> how is he how is look he this body look at that. oh he's living his best life <laughs> he's living his best look at his leg best life look at he's that. so fat <laughs> I know he's living his best <laughs> life, man. Don't say he's fat. That's just called living his li- living, living his to the fullest. <laughs> no, it's called it's called living to the fullest. Living he's always the full. Fullest. <laughs> yeah, look at that. He oh, loves look it. at that. He, he, he loves being here. There goes my socks. He's smelling my socks. <laughs> I've got the whole setup here, man. I told you this is my recording studio. This is my recording studio. Whenever somebody wants to hang out virtually, I go right here because oh, my room is a little too my room is a little too quiet. Or yeah, my, my the walls are too thin. Yeah, so yeah. I can't really I can't be as vocal as I'd like to. You're looking good. Though. Let me get a good look at you. You're looking really. Thank you. You're looking really good. Though. Let me. I see you with the microphone and everything. Over I got here, the mic, man. man. I'm. I've been setting this up for so long. You know, I've been setting this up for so long. It's been been a trip it's been a trip man yeah. well, well are we live right now i'm recording yeah i'm just gonna record the whole thing and then let, let's see where it goes all right all right i'll let you do you so you're doing the editing and everything yourself yeah i got a my, my cousin is um producing he's helping me produce so it's gonna edit shout out to producer my cousin my cousin mark shout out to mark shout out to mark yeah, dude hey I, I wanna, awesome. i'll give you i'll give you a quick like like uh like a brief, like a quick brief introduction or something. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. Um, hmm, where do I start? You know, okay, okay. So, like, this whole thing started when I was graduating. So this was last term, and I was well, I was finishing school and everything, and you know, I knew that it was going to be kind of tricky to, to to get a job right away. You know, to start working mm-hmm. and things like that, and I was worried because I don't. I haven't gotten used to being like stagnant, I guess. I always have to be doing something, man. Doing something. Yeah, doing yeah, something. yeah. So I thought then one day I was having conversations, like I was on the phone with my friends and we were we were on the phone for hours, man, like two, three hours at a time. They're telling me about their life, they're telling me about all their frustrations and, and how hard it is to like start working and you know. And I felt that. I really felt that. And I guess I started learning, man. I started growing. Like yeah. from all these conversations, I learned a lot of like different perspectives. I learned a lot of, you know, ideas and how people actually cope and how they start working 
and adjust to just growing up, man. So this whole thing, this whole podcast, by the way, is really just how people are growing up. You know how they're transitioning yeah. in life and how they're fighting for like their their dreams and their goals, man. And like you, you were one of them, dude. Like I've known you for so long already. Oh, shucks. I've known you for so long, you know, and um, it's been, been a while. It's been, it a, while. been a long it has time. Been a while. And you've been one of the cornerstones in my whole my whole college experience. I swear. Wow. Yeah, you have. You have. <laughs> You're making me killing, man. <laughs> my, you see, my tongue is getting hard, man. That's my tongue is getting hard from gonna, being killing. Yeah. That's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, and I really appreciate that. No, I mean it's great. I mean, no, you, go ahead, go ahead. Let me, I don't want to interrupt. No, that's it. That's pretty much it. So. The episode, um, tentatively, is going to be named New York Minute. So it's just really... New York Minute! New York Minute, yeah. That's how it's going to be. So, so it's we're just, out here in New York too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> we're that's out here in New York. So, um... Okay. That's it, man. So I have a, like, a bunch of different questions. And it's just how you... It's just really how, oh, yeah. you, how you've been living. And, uh, you know, the things you've been going through... The things you've you've been through, you know, and just how you are in general. Are we allowed to curse and stuff? Yeah, you are, man. Is Feel this free. A, is tell, it, tell stories. Is this a PG? <laughs> tell stories, man. It is. It is. Shoot. Well, I mean, like my first my first response to a wonderful introduction, um, you know, because like it's it's a two side, it's two streets, it's two way street, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. You say that I was a cornerstone. But at the same time, I was also growing during that time, you know, yeah. like when, when like going back to when we first met doing the whole college thing, developing, growing, like I was also learning as I was like socializing with you guys, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. you and uh, shout out to Juanito, shout out to uh, all those cats over there, yeah. you know, yeah. like there, there was definitely when we exposed ourselves to that. We definitely got to just make sure we have an open mind and open, like open ears, open eyes, and everything. Always, as always. we're like socializing, because everything's an experience. Yeah, everything's experience. It's funny, like as I was, as I as I was walking, Bruce, like I told you, I was, like, I was gonna be a little like five minutes late. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, there was this guy right over here that was just cleaning around, and he saw me and Bruce. <laughs> you know, I got the full picnic setup. Yeah. I'm the first one here. <laughs> I'm the first one here. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody is here. This is, this is our spot right now. And the guy just saw it and he, you know, he, we exchanged some words. It was funny because it was right before this podcast, which you gave me like a little intro before this live intro. And he was talking about like, he quote unquote, he even said, we're growing and learning wow. every day. That was just, he, that was just he said not that. even 10 minutes before I called. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was weird, you know? It is weird. But th it's like, those are the kind of the signs that, at least for myself, I've been trying to, you know, try to see. Yeah. That, it might, I, that might fall into the law of attraction, mm -hmm. you know? Because, yeah. you know, you're attracted to, you, you know, I don't really know. I'm not going to give you the definition of law of attraction, <laughs> but, you know... It, I see that in it, you know, we, we like, I'm trying these days, I'm trying to put my, like my mindset into growth, development, keeping myself in check when I'm like, 
when I hear things that I might not agree with. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely trying to keep myself open-minded, but also looking at those signs. I and mean, you can see those signs everywhere almost, you know? That's true, man. That's really but true. It, yeah. So like, um, you know, as you know, the episode's called New York Minute. And I guess the journey that you've been through um, of moving from here, from Manila, all the way to you know, uh, the U S yeah, that was a trip, you know, that was a trip. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people our age are actually doing that. You know, a lot of people are, um, they're migrating, they're, they're finding jobs abroad and there's really no handbook for that. You know, there's really no, no one can actually give you advice and you, they just really throw you in there and you're swimming with the sharks all of a sudden. And it's just sink or swim, man. That's crazy. I can't even begin to fathom. It really is that. that. How how was it for you? I mean, that's exactly how you exactly how you put it. Um, I'm in, I'm having this image of like you ever been you ever see like a child with their with their parents or something and yeah. they like try to learn how to swim. Yeah. You know, there's some people that like you know you get started off with floaties, but then sometimes <laughs> you have that one you have that one parent Fair that enough. kind of just throws the child in. You know, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> And then when they realize they're drowning, that's like when, you know, they help them out maybe. Yeah. But, or, or the kids start swimming magically, you know, um, or they get out of the water terrified, but then maybe down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe down the road, they come back and say, you know, I'm going to conquer this fear of drowning, you know? Yeah. But moving out here into New York, I mean, that was a trip. That was a trip. I definitely... Definitely was swimming with the sharks right away. Mm-hmm. Right away. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. I got really lucky. I got actually a lot of it is luck, I think. Um, How so? A lot of it is luck. I mean, I think, I think I might be using the word luck and privilege almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you do have family. Almost there, on the right? same yeah. length. Yeah. So I, I've been lucky. You know, I'm privileged enough to know to like have this outlet um, to be out here. You know, I I I was very lucky to have that. And I'm, you know, um, without that, I don't think it would have been the case. I wouldn't be doing the New York Minute mm. here in New York. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. So um, I was definitely really lucky, fortunate to have you know family out here to kind of help me jumpstart, uh, you know, my life as I was. Migrating from, you know, the Philippines. Yeah. Shout out to the Philippines. Miss <laughs> you guys dearly. Really do. I mean, you really do. You got there with. I mean, the way I see it is, you got there with nothing but you know your ambition and your hopes and your dreams of just designing. I mean, that's that was basically your goal, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, straight out of college, that whole thing set in, and you know. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Yeah. When I got out of college, I actually like because you know when we're in college, we're in a community of designers. Yeah. But this is the you know where we came from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some other schools obviously specialize in other things, but we came out there in designers. We we're taught to see the way designers see, talk yeah. the way designers talk. Exactly. Um, think the way designers talk. Um, but I think we also hear like. 
this is within my, you know, opinions. We, I got oversaturated from college with design. You did? Like, I, I so? personally got oversaturated. Um, I guess it was, I didn't realize I got oversaturated by design on, not until I was actually working out here in New York. Oh, really? So in a way, in a way, I guess I would have to stop myself and correct myself and say that I, while I was looking for jobs and applications, yeah. I was, de I definitely had the mindset that like, all right, I'm going to design, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take my craft to the next level from yeah. what I've learned in mm -hmm. school. Um, Execute. all the, all the, yeah, you know, cause like when you get out of school, you got, you have a certain thing, you have certain things in, on your, on your belt. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. that you use as tools, mm -hmm. right? You got the technical aspects. You've got the presentations. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you, you practice talking to crowds. Uh, you're fearful. Yeah. 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 Going through the fear, the professors, the crowd, you know, and then being able to, like, you know, I think school did a great job in, in terms of, like, taking all that's going on in your head yeah. with that specific problem that yeah. you're trying to solve and, and create something that you can visually see, see yeah. listen to, yeah. um, experience. I mean, what, depending on whatever project it is, but I think it did a great job doing that. Um, but if I were to fast forward to when I finally, when I finally found a job, mm -hmm. um, I mean, which wasn't easy, Oh, it I'm I'm pretty sure. Luck. <laughs> yeah, the, it was luck. Yeah, yeah. When I moved out here with that resume, um, I was just throwing everything out there. I was throwing everything Same out there. Like I didn't yeah. give a, sh <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit because it wasn't like I, I guess I'm trying to define my mo my motives for you know as I'm as you, you know doing it seeking out work. Yeah, yeah. As I'm like, trying to find a job. Doing it, yeah. Yeah, so I think obviously I think one thing which which always hurts, like kind of like I'm not for this spot, but obviously we need to we need to be financially stable always. in this world that we live in, always. right? Yeah. So obviously I need a job as soon as possible because I I moved out here with absolutely squat. <laughs> I have like you know exactly yeah. It was nothing but I, I had squat. ambition, man, like will to work. But I'll shout out I'll shout out my mom for hooking me up every week with some allowance. So thank you, Ma, for that one. What's really, up, for real. Ma, like thank you for holding me down for a good month. Like yeah. she helped me out with a month. And then also shout out to uh uh a childhood she's like more of my ate these days. Mm, yeah. She's like my aunt, there, my my other brother from another mother. Uh, they let me sleep on their couch for a good or not on the couch. They had a little, they had a spare room oh, nice. I was able to sleep in for like uh, two, three months. Mm -hmm. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. Really, without that, I, that's another part of the luck, you know. Yeah. And it, it's funny because like it's all of it's all connected. It's mm -hmm. all connected. All there. Like I haven't thought about these these people in a while. So I really do when I when I say shout out to them, I really do shout out to them because. They uh they held it down. I wouldn't be here without them, you know. But that is how it works, isn't it? You know, I mean, 
normally in school, you kind of have like a, you have a set plan, right? Everything's, everything's given to you. These are the classes you're going to take up until you graduate. So you don't really need to think, right? But what I mean is you have certain expectations. When you got to think for yourself. Exactly. Like you have certain expectations for how things go. For me, for example, it was I was going to finish college and then go straight to a job so I can work on getting my license. But obviously, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not happening, you know. And the achievements, I guess, like the achievements you want for yourself never really go the way you expect them to. You know what I mean? And things just kind of mm-hmm. fall into place. They I know what you mean. fall into place. Do you, do you feel that way? Absolutely. Expectations, like I had, I guess that's where I was trying to get at. I had high expectations for myself as a designer. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I was going to yeah. kick ass, you know. I thought I was going to kick ass <laughs> when I got into there, right? So after a series of applications and just going into interviews that I realized were not where I'm trying to be at, like mm-hmm. I had, I had, before I landed the job that I worked at, mm-hmm. like for two years, um, I went to two, two different interviews. All the right. first one, I went into like this really shabby, like really run down, <laughs> small, Firm, firm that was way outside of like my where my living was that was horrible um another one was just way outside the spot but when i landed on this third job or this third uh interview i thought i bombed that interview i thought i did horrible with that really? interview. Really? yeah absolutely like yeah absolutely absolutely but it was funny in hindsight they hired me i think for the personality oh wow you know because you that have a certain energy. But of course, yeah. the resume, right? Of course, your of course. resume caught their eye. But in hindsight, I think it was also a bit of the personality. Mm-hmm. And as I'm more, as like after two years, that might be, I might be jumping the conversation there, but you'll start to see that like when you're in that job environment, of course, your technical skills and, and you being able to, um, you know, deliver what you're paid to do paid or to do, paid yeah. for, right? Yeah. Um, you obviously have to achieve, you have to like, you're getting paid. And you have to go there are expectations, like there's expectations above for and that, beyond. right? Yeah, of course. Not necessarily above and beyond, but there's a certain task that is expected for you to be done. That's just okay. what a job is, yeah. right? Um, and so two years of that, during my start, I really had high hopes for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I was going to kick ass. I thought I was going to change the game. <laughs> I thought I was going to come in there in that old ass firm and, and, and enlighten these guys. I thought I was going to enlighten them. Right? <laughs> yeah. Not the case. Oh, man. Not the case. Not the case. So that's when I'm like, all right, everything I learned in college at this point almost seems irrelevant. Almost. Irrelevant, yeah. There were some skills that definitely got like were necessities to have, like you know, managing certain softwares. But For sure. But was that's when I started to realize it was also a bit of how a lot of it is how you interact with your team. Really? You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The environment that you're in is I personally think, at least for myself, mm-hmm. is crucial for development and growth. If you're not gonna be if you're gonna be in an environment that well i mean any any environment will really teach you something for sure yeah especially working with other people and then 
you know, working on one project, that's always a big thing, you know. But going back yeah. to like going yeah, back yeah, to when yeah. you were applying, man, I think how long did it take you to do that? Luckily, I got a job within really quick. I remember if I within two months, within two, two months, months yeah. wow. And by the time you within know, like you were, you were still exploring, you know, you were in a new place, you know, you're walking around. So it wasn't kind of like uh, you didn't hit a yeah. Like, adult well, at, at that time, I was still sleeping at my friend's place. Mm, I see. Did you ever get homesick? Adult? Wait, what was that? I Oh no! I was Sweet, saying I'm still homesick. I'm homesick right now. I'm always homesick. <laughs> I was saying, um, didn't you? Did you ever hit a, a dull? You know, like applying for jobs and everything, and you know it's taking so long, and you're just shelling out all these resumes and applications, and no one's you know re- replying. That kind of gets to you, doesn't? Yeah, it? yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Because like you're on the timeline of like how long can I sustain myself? With, exactly. You know, without a job. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely that moment of like, where, in a way, I almost felt like there's a certain point where I said, I have to just take whatever I can get. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I took that third one. Yeah. They found an interest in me. They sent that application. But before that, I really, like I said, I thought I did horrible with that interview. <laughs> so like after that, I was, I was still, like, you understand, I was throwing... I was throwing what's it called applications every day, every night. Yeah. I don't even like whatever I saw. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was just like, because like on Indeed, out, yeah. I don't know if you guys use Indeed over there. You use is, it, is that like uh, LinkedIn? It's like LinkedIn, yeah. basically. Um, but you have you you know you have your automatic resume and everything. And I'm just pressing send, send, <laughs> send, send. send. And send. I didn't give a shit because, like, at this point, I was thinking, all these sends, a good portion of these people aren't gonna get back to me anyway. For sure. So the ones that the few, yeah, for the few that do come back to me, I'll, I'm gonna take that seriously. And at the same time, I guess each of those, even though I told you like those two previous interviews weren't the greatest job areas, yeah. I say, I say, any interview you get, take it seriously and practice yourself because. That first one, even though it might not be something that you would, you, even on paper, mm-hmm. you can't even see yourself in, but just to get the, you know, just to get the groove of things of actually, you know, impressing your interviewee, yeah, yeah, it's a good practice to do, you know, put yourself out there, even though you know you don't want to, you don't want the job, yeah, but it helps you practice talking and talking about, being yeah, talking and- about what you do, yeah. And like, you know, keeping it CCC, shout out to Sir AJ, I'm uh-huh. here for that. <laughs> it's clear, concise, and complete. Clear, okay, concise, Okay, those three C's. Yeah, make sure, yeah, note that down, yeah. uh, listeners or whatever, you know? Because uh, when you come into those interviews, you might have a lot of like, you know. Things to say, ideas. Things to say. Yeah. And you might, you might go off tangent to the point. So, and I think if they're, if I'm putting myself in, in their spot, they interview so many people yeah. and, you know, you kind of have to be clear, concise and complete, and complete. when you're doing this because they really want to see, it's all about efficiency almost. So 
you know, make sure you, you know, take on those interviews, yeah. you know, and keep on those applications, you know? So how was it, how was adjusting though, like to the environment, how was adjusting to the work, the people, the, awesome. the culture, man, that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you, when you were here, you were, you were really diving deep, you know, in, in, in the whole Filipino culture. I mean, you'd walk around. You'd bike around. You just <laughs> you're just living. You know, you're following dogs <laughs> for a while. Yeah, 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 pieces. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So that was that was a big thing too because I left the Philippines so abruptly. Yes, you did. Maybe another ep- yeah, maybe another episode for that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to leave the Philippines so quickly, and it it all happened so fast. Um, culturally that had to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like you're, I, I was ta- I was taking, so like, first off, I don't know whoever, whoever might be watching this. Like I'm from, yeah. I was born and raised in the States, California, New York. Yeah. And then went to the Philippines, lived there for six, several years, mm-hmm. uh, to go to school. Right. Yeah. A, um, and sorry, uh, a female smiled towards, this, <laughs> towards us. Go ahead. Go so ahead. So I got my other nipple got. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Wow, she's still looking this way. Okay, stop it! You're distracting me. <laughs> you got me a smiley face emoji. Anyway, what was I saying? I got totally distracted, man. I don't get you're talking about you're talking about adjusting, like, right? The adjusting. Yeah. <laughs> so culturally, culturally. So like, I think man, that's a tough. That's a that's a big one. Um. So like, this might be directed for like whoever's listening that might be going abroad, right? Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people are. I definitely yeah. I definitely carried the Filipino culture. Yeah. Um, like the humor, the way you, the the in a way, there's like in Filipino culture, there's also like the respect for your elders. For sure, yeah. You know, to, you know, especially at the work, especially working in the Philippines, you're like mom, sir. All the time. Um, you, All you the call, time. Yeah, you call your you call your design your 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 project manager or whoever is above you. You 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 call them by the, the that pronoun of. Sir and Mums. Even even right? if they're not, as long as they're they're older than you, even yeah. if they're working yeah, for you, you, know, you still have to have that respect. Yeah, and so like also like in Filipino culture, in contrast to here in America, yeah, is is it's very humbling. It's like a it's it's more toned down. Really, it's it's. Uh, I actually talk about this a lot with other Asian. Um, uh, people who are coming from outside of the U.S. So the place that I worked at, a lot of, uh, they hired a lot of Asians. Okay. They hired a lot of people from China, Taiwan. They had some Japanese, mm-hmm. some people from Singapore, from Thailand. Wow. So th- I saw a little bit of a resemblance there. And I was glad that we had, I had that, like, in a sense, a support group mm-hmm. that you kind of all understood each associate. other. Yeah. Yeah, I could associate with them, but I had something different from them. I was born and raised in America, so I also had 
the American culture in me. Mm-hmm. But since I moved to the Philippines and that, that, that was a long time of living in the Philippines, I had to kind of, uh, I had to adjust my culture. So in a way I had to forget the American culture okay. and live in the Philippines yeah. and adjust to that culture. Yeah. Right. And then I had to do the same exact thing when I moved back Going to back. America. Wow. Yeah. So like I had to unlearn the Filipino culture to adjust to the American culture because yeah. it, the, the office I was working at was predominantly, you know, it, it was, it was, it's, we're in America. Right? Yeah. So yeah. we're dealing with American clients and mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely different over here in America. It's, we're not calling each other by like my, my project manager. Yeah. I don't even want to give him a shout out. <laughs> I'm just shout out Carlos. Shout out Carlos. <laughs> oh, is that Carlos? <laughs> That's Carlos. That's my project manager or was my project manager. Um, That's right. Yeah. Like he did not like it when I called him like, sir, or like, I would even joke around because like, he's from Spain. I'll be like, jefe. No. Jefe means boss. boss. Yeah. Jefe means boss. And he's like, no, don't call me that. Uh, just call me Carlos. I was like, oh, all right. So like, but it's funny because culturally, and I think I might have to, I think this might be key for anybody that's coming from the Philippines that, that might be thinking about going to America mm-hmm. and working or like, I would say in America, cause I don't know any other experience, the Asian culture in the American or the intern, uh, the, the American work Pretty strong. environment. Asians are definitely hired, and this is this is not written in any research book, but through my discussions with my fellow peers and my yeah. colleagues that are Asian coming yeah. from the area, and just our experience in general, they hire us because we're submissive. Submissive, really? Yeah, that word was thrown around a lot between me and my colleagues that are coming from you know different Asian areas, uh, because. Asians are very quiet. You know, we, we, we respect the elders. Yeah. We don't talk back. That's true. And so when you're in this work environment, they're, they're squeezing you out Mm. for every little workforce. And plus you're trying to prove yourself too. Mm -hmm. You're doing your best. Like, cause you got here, you have the opportunity to come to America. Fantastic. You made it to America. Now you have a job in America. (laughs) So, you know, you're really trying to prove your worth because Mm -hmm. some, these people, invested in you but the thing that the thing that you have to be weary about is not to overdo it almost you have to set boundaries for yourself and for the for the for the people that you're working with because there's a tendency and there's a common trend that asians work really intense yeah hours you know for you know for the whatever task needs to be done but that I think that needs to be mind like that needs to be noted, and you need to be able to say no, like be able to say no. Once that you is true, that though. Mind. That is true, though. Um, I have a cousin who worked in Australia for a while. He's a chef, by the way, and you know he was he was uh, telling a story about how he had a lot of um, Asian Pinoy coworkers, you know, but he mm. was saying that you really have to grow a. A backbone you really have to assert yourself you know? and i i yeah. think that's that's something that a lot of people don't really do here i mean you know we 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 leave the you know the whole college environment and, and we step out into the quote unquote the real world you know it's not working 
but people treat you the same way. You know, I mean, I've had some experience in an office. Um, I interned for a while and mm-hmm. it felt like I was in school. You know, the, my coworkers, you know, would, would ask me, we may girlfriend, things like that, you know? Right. And it right, was just right, right. normal, you know, it, it felt uh, safe. It felt really comfortable because it was something familiar, you know, and that's not something yeah. I actually expected when I started working, you know, at the time. In the workforce, yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. But that's here. Yeah. That's here. That's the biggest thing. That's w- And that's why I would have to say it's not the same over here. Yeah. It's not the same over here. That's why I truly miss, like, at, at this part of my uh, my career or life, mm-hmm. or like where I could choose my path, I would like to explore design or, like, you know, going back to the roots back there in the Philippines because of that culture. Really? Because... We look, yeah, because we look out for each other. And that's one thing that I noticed when I was working over here. I'm so glad that I had this Asian community mm-hmm. at the workforce, but we were so quiet because we didn't want to, you know, there's overstep. like an unspoken rule of like, yeah, there's an unspoken, yeah, you didn't want to overstep socially. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like when we're in the, when we're in an office, us Asians, we're quiet, but we're, we're socializing and we're laughing together because we're talking shit about our <laughs> our project managers. Yeah, because we talk shit because the work the work environment over here it's not the same as like it's not social. It's not a social environment. What is it? Almost. It's I'm like I'm here for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it's like a it's a big corporate office and like I'm here for eight hours. Let let's let's skip the small talk. I don't really care about your your day. <laughs> your life. But I will say, how was your day? Yeah, I'll yeah. ask you for, for etiquette reasons. How are you doing today? But deep down, I'm like, why the fuck did you not finish this task? <laughs> I needed this shit yesterday. Yeah. What's going on? But how's your day? You're good. Okay, you're good. Now, finish. <laughs> now can we get back to work? Yeah. Yeah. So there's no like, there's no connection really outside of that and i think i think over there in the philippines when i was when i was interning at uh at jagnus jagnus yeah jagnus uh, yeah 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 i was interning there with uh sir sunny and sir um oh man i hope i hope they don't watch this so <laughs> anyway i forgot the other one <laughs> <laughs> that's but, over there by you know, ronak right near uh green hills right right underneath it right underneath yeah. ronak so uh, what I loved about them in comparison to where I'm working at, where I was working at, mm-hmm. they really made sure that it felt inclusive. Like you can belong and, and outside of the work, like a you studio. Know, socializing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like a studio. You would go out, we would go out Friday nights, have drinks. Oh, wow. That's so funny. like there was, in a way you're building that, you're, it's team building, mm-hmm. right? It's team building. Um. And I definitely, we definitely didn't really do that at the office. And when we did, we, we do it like every Friday, but you know, it almost seemed like, all right, this is more of a for show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we're drinking, we're drinking and all right, cool. Let me go do my thing because I need to unwind for the weekend. I've yeah. worked five days of <laughs> 10 plus hours a day. Oh my goodness. I don't want to see your guys' faces. I want to <laughs> go home. You know, yeah. that's the, that's, that's the environment, you know? And I thought coming in there with the Asian culture, I thought we we're all going to be friends. I thought we we're all going to know about each oh, other's yeah, love sure, lives yeah. and, you know, like what you see on TV. Yeah. 
Yeah, so my expectations, I thought it was going to be like that, but my expectations were dropped. It was not the case. That was not. So it, it's, it's, it's something to be mindful of, for sure, on that one. That's something you, man. I, you know, thinking about it, thinking about it, you know, the work environment always affects, <laughs> the work environment always affects you. I mean, like, you in terms of um, how you design, I guess, your mindset and how yeah you know how good you work and how motivated you are and how you know how much you want to finish a project did that did that change you yeah like in terms of yeah, absolutely know, yeah absolutely so like the first like the first couple of uh you know months i'm thinking like i need to i need to really step up my game study like whatever yeah. project i was on yeah you know make sure that i have something valuable to say uh you know, really throw myself out there mm-hmm. uh, and be a part of the design because my title was a designer. Yeah. You know, so like, all right, I'm a designer. Let me design. Let me design, right? yeah. Well, but I think this is also a thing about like just being in a corporate office and, you know, things need to be done. Things are on timelines. Money needs to be made. So, in a way, like I like to think about as a basketball team, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, you have your five starters and they're the ones that are just like really the, you know, or you even have that one starter player, right? Yeah. That just gets you all the points and <laughs> does all the stuff. And then you have the support. You have the support roles, yeah. you know, you'll pass the ball. So like I learned that like, I'm not going to be doing like I need, I, I need to, do, I realized at a certain point that I'd. I'm not the one to shoot the ball, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the one that's going to pass the ball, make yeah. sure I'm in the right place, place so that they have yeah. an opening to shoot. Right. Yeah. So it's a team effort. It's a team game. And so I realized that I had to play that team game yeah. and within that team, you're doing, well, I was doing kind of like more of the runt work, you know, the runt work. So Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of like the little stuff that just takes a lot of time. The drafting. Uh, the, but yeah. somebody needs to, yeah, somebody needs to do it. The layouts, right? the tile layouts, things like that. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> the, fun, the fun parts. Yeah, so fun. It was, <laughs> whew, so fun, right? So like even till the, after two years, I really, and like I, and I talk about also with other people at this firm, that have worked more than two years. Yeah. It's not a place for growth. It's not a place for growth, especially if you're looking at it in the sense of growing as a designer. Yeah. Um, but again, every, every environment teaches you something. Um, my expectations was my expectations coming in here was I was going to develop my design skills. I'd be able to connect with, yeah, I'd be able to connect with these, really you know top of the line designers yeah Yeah, because i was exposed to them you know the place that i got into so the place that i'm work i was working at do you you know a bit of the history of where i was working at no actually um what what was the name of the uh the company (laughs) i don't even know how to pronounce it to be honest i think like ever (laughs) since day one i don't even know how to pronounce it because it's like a french it's a french firm let's give it a shot come on International. Oh man! Yeah, it's a lighting design firm. 
Yeah, they worked with big time designers. That's why, like, so when, it's I really it, big when I got when I got, oh, we were working with Frank Gehry. Oh we were wow, working with Frank Gehry. Um, museums that are we we this place is an international award winning firm. That's My name is crazy. I, technically, I'm a part of a pro- couple projects. Yeah, where they it's been awarded. You know, the no lighting way. design project of the year. My name is on there. I've, I have two projects where my name is on there. That's huge. But to, be, to me, it's huge. It's huge. And a lot of people tell me that, like, that's something to be, you know, really proud of. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I'm not as proud as I would like to say I'm proud of because mm-hmm. my participation in, in that, uh, in that project, yeah. I wouldn't, it's again, expectations, you know, like I thought I was going to be like, like, yeah, I, I did all that, I'm, you know. Yeah. Runt work. But yeah, so that's where I was working with for two years, a lighting design firm. But, you know, design wise, I did learn stuff. I did learn stuff, but I guess the expectations of learning stuff and like actually taking what you learned into action. Yeah. Um, Execution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely learned stuff. It's just not to the par of the, to the level that I would that I imagined during the start. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely learned stuff that I didn't expect that weren't on my list, which was, you know, team management, mm-hmm. understanding how to ask questions mm-hmm. when you need to ask questions. Um, ask questions whenever you want. Like, if you have the slightest hint, because a lot of it's like, there's a good tendency where you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And especially during like this time of like the virtual world and like, you know, working remotely that's a scary you don't have yeah and you don't have somebody immediately to ask for help or Mm. like hey what do you think of this so like sometimes you want to figure it out yourself and prove to the prove to your team that that like yo here you go i figured this out yeah Yeah. there are definitely moments of that where you should be able to figure out yourself but there are also times where you try to figure out yourself for so long you go on around and around, but then you find out it's it's been two hours and I have nothing to show. Oh man, you know, I know exactly how that. When feels. you could have just at, yeah, and then you present it to your whoever you need to present it <laughs> then to. Then it's and wrong. This, and and they ask no, but they ask the question that you asked yourself beforehand, <laughs> and they had they had the answer instantly, you know, yeah. and that would have helped smoothen out the entire process the whole time. Yeah. Right. So I think. There, that that was one thing. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And at the same time, on that same note, don't be. And this go. I think we mentioned it earlier. You don't have to please everyone. Yeah. You like you can say no. If the, the if you can say no, that's a that's you've a got a backbone. Thing. That is that yeah, is. Yeah, you've got too. a backbone. Yeah. That so that's looping back to the whole say no and like learning you know, the real world aspect of things. Otherwise, they're just going to keep know, on pushing you it, around and you'll get burnt out that way. You'll get burned out. That's you'll it. get burnt out. That's actually, you'll you know, get burnt out that way. The next thing I was going to ask you, because you can't keep, um, you can't keep that, you know, that drive forever. You know, a lot of people I know, I have a no. lot of batchmates who started working fresh out of college. All right, let, let's go get this job. You know, let's get this money. And now they're on a break. You know, now they, they quit their job because they're so tired. And it hasn't even been... Absolutely. hasn't even been like two years. You know? 
yeah and, yeah and now they're taking the break absolutely that, you know uh that that's where i am in now like you know my point in life um i'm taking a break from school um i'm waiting to graduate and i'm actually looking for a job but not really not really looking yeah yeah you know no i'm not looking either <laughs> I'm, so, I'm supposed to be looking right now i'm also taking a break i just quit my job see so like how was that how was that if that's not I mean, in, in terms was, of in terms of you know, like getting burnt out and that whole thought process, it didn't happen overnight. I'm sure. It did not. It did not happen overnight. It took longer. It took a really long. I was thinking about quitting for a year. Like within the year, I was I really wanted to quit, but really? you know, I was also like, it's also a mix of like you're going through mental strain, depression, and anxiety. And burnt yeah. out so like yeah. you don't i didn't have a lot of i didn't have a clear mind to really think about the direction that i wanted to you know so what's it called that decision to to really step away it was uh it was months and days of thinking yeah. and 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 really I, I, there was a there was a point where I felt nauseous going really? to work because yeah I, I felt nauseous be- I can imagine overwhelming yeah so it, it was just really difficult to work that way you know and you get burnt out and then you know you start realizing what am I really doing so mm-hmm. then you kind of start talking to yourself right I was having like discussions with myself and also just trying to be mindful that I'm not uh overthinking things Mm -hmm. and i and i lose my you know my true intentions you got to be in tune with yourself have yourself have conversations with yourself um and eventually like i said you know what i'm i was more scared to actually work so there was like two fears i was afraid to stay and endure you know further burning out or maybe not but like the uncertainty of knowing or like kind of also knowing that I just really didn't want to be in this environment anymore. Yeah. yeah. I was afraid that like, if I left this environment, I'd be like, uh, what, what am I going to do now? Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do now, which was actually the other option was the other option, right? Is to leave the company and figure out something to do. And that was a scary thing to think about. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do now? Like financially and, and just for also self fulfillment, mm-hmm. um, and you know, putting myself into doing something that I want to do because, like, that was the thing. That was the two thoughts that were in my head: the split decision, the fork in the road. Yeah. Um, stick it through with this job, or venture off into something new that's yeah. that you really have to be on top of. Um, that's exciting, though. It was exciting. It was exciting, and it's terrifying. Um, I had an interest that kept me going that allowed me to kind of, it was like a, I like to use this term. Um, it was like a plank in the water and you're like really just a holding on to it water. as you're like, yeah, you know, like it was like, I guess it's a, yeah, it was yeah. a sight of hope. It was like a little bit of hope that I like always used to hold on to. I would think about it at night. And I guess in a way that was also your, if you were to further analyze it, maybe, that was maybe, you know, my little bit of hope of inspiration, to mm-hmm. do, a little bit of a drive to do something. Yeah. And those sleepless nights of thinking of imagining, of do, imagining 
myself doing what I wanted to do was the little bit of light throughout the, like the whole darkness of yeah. like working at, at this corporate office and it kept me going. But at the same time, it also made me really want to leave the darkness, and which was what, that office. What was it? It was, it was biking. It was biking. It was this right here. <laughs> yeah, it was biking. It was this right here. Really? I was, uh, because like I had to worry, I had to focus on, if I leave this job, I have responsibilities that I need to hold down for myself. I need to pay rent. I need yeah. to eat. And those are the two main things that I need to really focus about, like the bills that I need to pay. For sure. And I found an outlet with this bike and, you know, delivering food mm -hmm. on the bike here in New York City is actually a profitable thing. And, and just being out and about riding around the city. Meeting new people. Like, like, like this. Like I can imagine. Meaning, like, even the, it, yeah, it does wonders for my smiles. Like... <laughs> I'm smiling I like all the time. I, it does wonders for my smiles because I'm, I'm a child of the sun. I'm a <laughs> child of the sun. I need to yes, be outside, you, you know? And so those were the discussions that I was having myself. I don't want to be inside an office all the time, mm -hmm. especially one that I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I used to commute all the time. They, everybody in the office knew that I was w living like I, I would commute an hour away on bike and everybody thought I was crazy. But like, I, I enjoy Those are the moments that kept me going. I remember seeing that. You, know? you, you would, you were biking in the snow. Yeah. I, I, I'm biking the snow, rain, anything. Cause that was like my outlet to get away from all that thought, you know? Mm -hmm. And so wow. I saw that there was a bit of a career opportunity with that. And then, so I've, I've been, I quit my job. What? Quite just a little recently. bit less than a month ago. Yeah, just a month ago. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. I've been, I got this big old bag mm -hmm. that I that just you pick things birds? up and I drop them off. Yeah, that's where I keep this guy that's <laughs> just looking for some love and affection, you know? <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also lucky that here in America they have this thing called uh, unemployment benefits. Oh, yeah. That is true. That's a big thing. Yeah, so. That is a big thing. That's, a, that's enormously big thing. Yeah, so oh, man. I'm I'm just really lucky to be honest. I'm so fortunate and blessed to be where I'm at, you know. So you wake up the next day, <laughs> yeah. like uh, the day after you you quit your job, you wake up the next day and you're like, "All right, here we go." You know, t time to start living my best life. You know, time to start learning, start growing. Were you, yeah, were you yeah, excited? Yeah, were you happy? That is the there thing, was though, still right? like because. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had, like, that first day, I was still, it felt weird, you know? It felt weird. Yeah. It felt really weird. Um, I felt like I needed to do something. I needed mm -hmm. to do a lot of things because now I have this time. There's no excuse for me to not do something. That's true. That's you true. Know? But I also learned, and this is also kudos to the the work environment that I was in for two years, I also learned that, whoa, 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 step by step, you step know, by step. don't, don't, don't put all of this on your plate right away and try to knock it out, at least for myself, because then I get paralyzed with all the things that I thought about that I need to do and want to do mm -hmm. that 
you don't know where to start. So you got to take it step by step. And that's what I'm trying to do step by step. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a slow process, but I like, I guess it's learning also with yourself because at the end of the day, you have to be shout out to Mariah Carey, (laughs) right? Shout out to Mariah Carey with the song hero. You have to be your own hero in a sense at that point, you know, because we find ourselves at a point where we can't, like we have to figure it out ourselves. Like there's there's a certain there's certain questions that we could only answer. That's true. And, That's true. And you have to be generous with yourself. You have to be. You have to know. You have to be tuned with yourself and say, "All right, what's my pace? What mm-hmm. like what is realistically within my reach at the moment?" But also know down the road that these are things I'm looking forward to. You that know. Is so true. So. So for a little bit, for a good portion of the time, I was just, I was just unwinding. I had to purge out everything that I carried with me, mm-hmm. with the office and make sure I, I felt like I was breaking up with somebody. So I had to really get like the closure get it out of, out of system, there, everything yeah. I needed, get it all let out, you know? So I wouldn't, I'd say like maybe two weeks after that, that's when I really started settling in and saying, wow, all right, I have no commitment to anything right now, which is really exciting you know you yeah. can the possibilities of doing whatever you want is out there it's just the work and determination to stay focused and and really drive for that is the thing right now i really like what you yeah. said about you know being generous to yourself because a lot of people and i'm pretty sure a lot of the listeners out there just are overwhelmed you know because everyone is always accomplishing i mean this is the conversation i have with my friends all the time it's social media, like you know, Facebook, Instagram, all these things, it's always achievements. You know, when you're on there, it's either yeah. really positive or really negative, yeah. especially here. Oh yeah. my gosh. If you, if you're on Facebook here, it's really like, Oh, uh, I started a new business. Oh, I bought a new car or either it's Absolutely. someone passed away, you know? And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And people kind of forget that, you know, people kind of forget to give themselves slack. And I think for me, at least quite, um, personally that's the reason why i started this whole thing because i felt like i was being left behind with all my friends starting to work with all my friends actually oh, okay. handling projects yeah and yeah and i i couldn't feel myself grow you know i'd, I'd read I'd, I'd have online uh classes you know but i wouldn't feel it you know it's not something that's that's tangible and no one's out there telling you hey you're, you're doing good look at you look at you go you know yeah yeah you don't have that reassurance. Yeah. You're just stuck at home <laughs> and your parents see you. And you're talking, that's the time where you're talking to yourself. Exactly. That's the time you're talking to yourself, you know, and, and my parents, you know, the Lord knows my parents see me and I'm walking around in my underwear all day and they're just like, yeah, there, there, Absolutely. He, goes, no, I there get he goes again. That's a difference there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, like it wasn't easy making this decision because to quit because in my dad's eyes, Mm. it's something you just do not do it's you don't quit you do not do you don't do like that's a generation I, some is. people might say otherwise but i would say it's a generational thing mm. they come from a different era of 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 things that just happen at the time just and it's a it's a don't quit mentality but mm. honestly you know i had to i had to tell myself it's all right to say no you know mm. it's all right to quit and you know, venture into something. At least that's what I'm, I like to let myself believe. And that belief is actually 
when you actually really believe it, you kind and you you stop worrying about the external judgments almost. Because my, my my dad would be an external judgment um, that I would carry in my head while I'm in my my room, you know, thinking about what I need to do, and then all of a sudden that thought comes into my head like, oh. But I'm also not doing good in my dad's eyes, in a sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I had to, you know, step away from that because it wasn't doing me any good thinking about that type of stuff when I already decided that I'm doing what I'm going to do. Yeah. So you're doing what you-, you have to live with your decisions. Yeah. You have to live with your decisions, too. And if it's a mistake, if it's not, whatever decision that you make, you have to... You have to be accountable for that. You have to know that, like, all right, I've made the decision. You know, and then I, it, it loops back into being generous for yourself. You know, you might find yourself coupled, you know, whatever days after a certain decision and you say, fuck, that might not have been the best decision that I've made. And yeah. so you kind of contemplate that decision and what I could have done, should have done, would have done. You know, all comes to your head and it can be a little overwhelming. And then you kind of have to stop and say, wait a second, you know, this overthinking might not get me anywhere. Yeah. What am I, let me, let me go back to my intentions from the start, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think those are like the morales and like whatever, uh, visions and goals you had has to be true to yourself. You know, you have to like have that with yourself. And if it's, and if it's not knowing what you if you don't know it yet, mm-hmm. but you know that like what I'm doing at the moment, your heart's not in feels, it. Yeah. She yeah. Knows. If your heart's oh. telling you something, listen to it, mm-hmm. listen to it. And I think when you listen to yourself, listen, listen to your, your heart and your judgment and you really commit and make action to it, that accomplishment, that self accomplishment is, is something else. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's something else. That, that's something I've been going through. Um, again, like personally, that's something I've been going through recently. Um, a lot of people have second doubts, you know, especially in college, a lot of people have second doubts about their course. So they end up shifting, they end up doing something else, you know, they try, they test the waters. But for me, in terms of like, you know, architecture and design, I had no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind. This is what I wanted to do from day one, you know, All right. and my parents were, they're proud. Yeah. My son's going to be an architect, you know, he's going to make, going to make buildings and houses and stuff. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the way to go, you know, but unfortunately, you know, things don't always go as planned. And, and I found myself thinking about, um, thinking about whether I really still do like this, you know, and unfortunately Absolutely. I ended up thinking about it too late, you know, um, towards the end before graduating, really like towards the, the two terms before I finished that's when the thought came to me and, and it was sleepless nights. It was really hard, you know, because you, this is what you, you're training to do basically your whole life. Right. And then you're, you're going to go out there and, yeah. and it's a very specific course, you know? Yeah. And so wait, in a sense, in, yeah. I'm sorry, in a sense, you're saying like there was a, that moment where you said, I don't want to do this. Not, I don't want, but where I had doubts, whether if, is okay. this what I really want to do for the rest of my life? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so it's not entirely really saying yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you it's just, questioning. Yeah, it's a question. Okay. It's a question, yeah. And 
um, you know, I see you and I see you and I see the way you fall in love with, with something as simple as, you know, biking. And I want to know, I want to know, because these things are something that you can carry over, you know, because people say you have to love what you do, you know, but there's a big difference between loving what you do and falling in love with what you do, you know? Yeah. Because there are a lot of people out there who are working, you know, mundane jobs, but they're doing it every day because they have to do it every day, whether it's because they have to support themselves or their family. And yet they go to work with a smile on their face, man. And they're, you know, they're not forcing it. Absolutely. And how do you do it? I mean, how do you find yourself, you know, leaving this, this big firm, this big design firm, having all these achievements, so to speak, and, you know, going out there and actually doing something that you, you know, your heart is really in, man. Hmm. I mean, that's a tough answer. I mean, that's a tough question, you know. Um, I think it might be a culmination of everything we just talked about. Yeah. Where, you know, because, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people tell me, like, my, I mean, like, I hear from my my side of the, you know, my support system that tells me, like, yo, what are you doing right now? What you have right <laughs> now is, like, fucking great. great. You know, you got a great paying job. You're, you're, you got a job within so quickly. You know, you have all these achievements that your name's on. And, you know, you know I, I, I go... Don't get me wrong. I was in the office all the time, smiling. Everybody knew me as the <laughs> smiler. The like, smiler. You know, actually, come on, man. They called me Sunshine. Everybody calls me Sunshine <laughs> over there. Like, Ellis, you're my Sunshine. You know, like. I love that. So, like, it was it was a bittersweet moment to leave that that environment because a lot of people saw like it's like you also want a little sense of uh, acceptance. You know, we're all trying to be accepted around here. Uh, maybe I wasn't accepted for, you know, my whatever skills I needed to have, mm -hmm. but they accepted me in the sense of like the personality and you know, all of that. But to, to leave all of that, to leave all of that, knowing that like I have like validations of different factors, it goes back to like, what did I want to do? Like my, my, my chest was telling me to not be, like, I didn't want to be there. You yeah, know, yeah, and my chest did tell me that I absolutely love riding in traffic, <laughs> almost getting hit by cars, and and it, it, it made me feel alive, you know. And give you I that, think give you that's that the thing, what, yeah, whatever gives you maybe like, uh, maybe like at this time, too, I'm also thinking, hey, I'm 28, mm -hmm. that's not old, you know. I've Not got a lot of life. I've got a life. I've got a lot of life ahead of me. And, and I'm also blessed to be, you know, privileged with everything that I have right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay right now. And I told myself, it's okay to, it's okay. you know, step away from it. Because I talked to myself about that. I said, I also question myself with design and everything now. Yeah. And that goes to me saying earlier that I felt oversaturated with design. To be honest, these days I'm a little, I, I get nauseous when I, when I hear design and I see design on social media and, you know, I, I actually do get a little nauseous. Um, so I tend to not, I, I tend to look at like, I mean like, yeah, 
for those who know my style of design, I guess mm-hmm. my design, my style of design is is uh, eclectic. It's not it's not your <laughs> conventional. It's not kind it's of, not yeah. for the co- it's not for the commercial life. It's you know? crazy, and that's where I was working. Yeah, so um, I guess in a sense, like my my chest was telling me venture off somewhere else that you feel would be your direction and i listened to that and that's all it really is to me like i listened to that that voice in my head i listened to that that feeling in my gut yeah some might say that's spiritual um some might say that's the some might say that's god's path or something (laughs) but you know i i listened to it and you know and that's where it got me to where I am right now on this picnic blanket, you know, <laughs> doing the New York Minute. And I can't say that I would have it any other way because, you know, that's the decision I made. And right now I've got a smile on my face and I'm happy with it. That's you not know? bad at all, man. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. You know, I can still get pizza whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but, that's the life. We get caught. But up. I also thought about it. I thought about it also too, because like, in a sense, like I wanted to venture out of this to pursue, you know, certain goals. I wanted to pursue. It's not like, like I like wanted to quit the job. Just like the certain goal, my like when I mentioned like quitting the job and like going into you know riding my bike and 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 doing deliveries for nine hours a day, right? Yeah. Um, that was not my like only thought in mind like i wanted to venture off into uh be a little bit more creative of my head because mm-hmm. i felt like i wasn't being creative of my head so i've got you know a couple projects that are in mind that i want to that i have been um you know steadily working on um, what are they man have you I've demand got, i've got okay so some people might know uh that I had a company back in the day with my brother, an apparel, a lifestyle apparel That's right. uh, company. Shout out Success, S U C K S E S S. It's right. also a, that, that, the whole meaning behind that one is to redefine the meaning of success. Mm-hmm. That's your definition. Whatever your definition is, pursue that. You know, that's your dream. Um, so, in a sense, that also was in the back of my head, always as a as a mantra mm-hmm. uh, to keep going. And I guess like things that don't feel authentic with you, you know, maybe they're not good for you. So uh, that was also a meaning behind that. But right now, these days, uh, me and my brother have been making the steps forward to uh, try to get that moving. So hopefully some, some apparel will come Exciting back to life. Things, we have yeah. a couple, yeah, we, yeah, we have some, gra- we have some designs in mind. Um, and, and some, some plans ahead that just need to take action. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's more of a collaboration with my brother. Mm Um, I would say that's really more of his love child. Um, I'm just definitely a a key role in that one, but he's definitely the honcho on that. Um, I'm also working with my dad, uh, to help him out because he does, uh, he does architectural scale model. That's right. He's here, right? For He's he used to, he's back and forth. He's back and forth. Oh, wow. He's okay. trying to venture off. Yeah, he's trying to start something new over here in New York because he has a partner that he works with. So wow. um I'm I'm trying to make sure like, you know, there could be 
you know, wh- why not? It's family. Family's first too. If anything mm-hmm. comes to, if anything has taught us about the, like from the pandemic, for sure it's family first. Like that's true. That's definitely something I've learned with this new virtual environment and, and quarantining and all that family first. So that was also a thought in my head. And then, you know, my other, my other goal was really to step away from design, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also, you know, just take a break, which is why I'm like all for breaks. I'm totally cool with that. Take a break, you know, step away from it. And then come back to it, which just recently I came back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you and I have a mutual friend, you yes. know, Mama Lo, Lois. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was on the phone with her not too long ago, and for some, um, I was telling her about how like I kind of miss doing design esquises like we used to do in college. Esquises, yeah, yeah. So the the quickie, the I, you know, quickie those, those yeah. The quick designs, low pressure. There's nothing. You're just, you know, whipping it up something. Yeah. That's a design thing, right? So I, I was like, all right. Lois gave me the idea of why not just make a, uh, a design skis for a public restroom. <laughs> so I actually just made that a... That does sound fun. Just, a, just, yeah, just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. No pressure, no nothing. I designed a, a public restroom, which... It's funny. Uh, <laughs> I just finished it ish, like schematic design, like mm-hmm. massing and all that. Um, just last month, just like this previous Monday. Mm-hmm. And how is it? It's all right. It was pretty good. <laughs> it's funny because my floor, it's funny because my floor plan looks like a penis. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but I kind of expected that. <laughs> I really like. I was a little upset with that, but like at the at the arrival view, because I was looking at it in perspectives and everything. The perspectives <laughs> are exactly what I was hoping for in terms of balance and and, and massing. But every time I looked balance at it on top view on my floor plan, it was it was it was a penis, man. There was a penis. <laughs> so um, I mean, hey, it's for fun. There's no pressure, you know. That's I wish true. it came out a little different, but you know, it was a sketch. It was a sketch of skis, you know. I was trying to play with a lot of curves and <laughs> my curves formed something phallic. So <laughs> the best maybe that says something about my subconscious. Yeah, yeah, you know? Shit. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm that's glad, where I'm, I'm at. I'm glad you, you get to like scratch that creative itch, you know. Sometimes you you just you just wanna make something new, you know, you just wanna make content. I guess. And I think that's, yeah, absolutely. that's, that's kind of innate in us. That's, that's training. You know, even if you get that's training, I, I, know, I know exactly how you feel where you, you get so umai, you know, you get so umai with, with all the design and everything, especially umai, yes. right now, you I know, like my whole, everything on Pinterest now for me is houses and bathrooms and staircases. And that's, that's everything. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, and, same, same. You know, and I can't blame my, my family for, you know, like pushing me towards that because everything they talk about, like when they no, see something no. about it, you know, they always send it to me and whatever. But going back to, to what you were saying, it's, it's that pressure, you know, I guess what's different between um, the culture here and the culture there is that it's so much smaller here, you know, like you, you know, everyone in Manila knows everyone, you know, and you see your friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. things. you see them going out there, working, having, you know, like, um, 
you know, meeting all these big architects and actually working on tangible physical jobs. And you sort, of, you sort of catch yourself, even if you're trying to relax, you know, because everyone's home again, everyone's working from home. And even yeah. if you're trying to relax and even if, you know, you can't do anything about it now and you're just trying to enjoy yourself, there's something in your head that tells you you can't, you know, why is he doing something? Why aren't you doing anything? That's yeah, it's like FOMO. You're, it is like FOMO. FOMO. Exactly. It's FOMO. We're the fear of missing out on like something that, especially like, because we all came from the same, like the same school too, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, we're, we're, like I had the same teachings as you did. Yeah. So anyway, we're kind of comparing ourselves to, mm-hmm. which almost, I, I, I can't, these days I can't blame anybody for comparing each other because that's just the way it is too. Like That is the way it is. Social media does that. Social media has helped enforce the comparison aspect because these days, you know, we're looking at these images and, and don't, you know, you take that with you. Mm-hmm. You take that image and it's back of your head and you see, you're also projecting yourself into that, you know? Yeah. Like, as soon as we start saying like, oh, damn, like, you know, he's, this, this person, this person is doing this and that. Mm-hmm. In the back of your head, subconsciously, we're saying like, "Shit, I want to be doing that," or like, that's "Why am I not doing that?" Yeah. Right? Um, that's a challenge. That's a challenge for like, I I think it's a challenge for the individual, mm-hmm. right? How do you want to react with that? Because I definitely hear you on that one. It's 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 a lot to see somebody doing the same thing that you were doing, and they're actually making it. And they're actually making doing something tangible. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure that comes to the self when you start seeing that. But I see you, you know? I see you and your your growth, man. Like you've the fact that you did what you did, you know, you know, leave your job and actually do something that you really enjoy. Some people can only, you know, dream about doing that, I guess. And it comes with living alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really comes with, you know, doing things on your own pace and doing the things you want. Absolutely. Do. Yeah. Absolutely. I was lucky to be on that railroad already, you know? <laughs> That's true. My tracks had that direction. Unfortunately, you know, like we can't talk forever, but this was this was great, man. Yeah, man. This is really This great. is fantastic. This is this is fantastic. These are I, the moments to live for. I wouldn't have had it any other way. You're my first guest, by the way. I you know, that is a that is a honor in in a whole new level. That's an honor and a whole nother level, man. Appreciate that. You know? do, you wanna, do you wanna plug? Do you wanna plug anything? A you plug. Wanna, yeah, do you wanna plug anything? Shout out, do you wanna say hi? Twenty one. Shout out to Shout out to you know, you know who you are, I think. You know, I, I can't even right now. That's fine. Uh, shout out to all of those loved ones. Um That's all I would ever shout out, you know? Yeah. Shout out to all the loved ones who shared food and company. You know, those ones always a special place in the so always. And that is all for this week, guys. Thanks for joining me. If you have any suggestions or want to be a guest on the show, please follow and message me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Be Close Enough Podcast or at Bendo Machine. That is B E N D O M A C H I N E. I'll catch you all next week and remember, you're doing fine, you're doing good, and that's close enough.